Welcome everybody to the Church Parking Lot Podcast, where it is, it ain't, what you think. Yeah, this is your boy Jay Jamal, joined by my boy, Lee Allen. What's happening, everybody? Yeah, buddy. Season 11. Yes, sir. Episode 3, entitled, How Was Work Today? Make sure y'all go follow us on all of our social media uh, websites, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, we all up on there. And don't forget our sponsor, shopnewclothes.com, where you can get all of your church parking lot podcast apparel, gear, and other great items as well, shopnewclothes.com, and also churchparkinglotpodcast.com. Uh, yeah, man, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. We're gonna start as we always do with our favorite subject entitled "For Why." For why? Why for? Why for? Be Allen. Allen got it. What's going on, man? This week, man. man. How was work today? Uh, well, you know, it's funny you ask. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I've actually been out of work past few days okay. uh, due to a little, you know, mishaps and injuries and health issues of my own. So, um... Sorry to hear about that, man. It's okay, but, you know, not working is also a good thing. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Sure. When you have that luxury afforded to you at times, hey. which we don't always have. Yeah, that is but, true, man. you know, luckily I have the support system that I have behind me, you know, yes, my, my wife and, uh, you know, my, my kids and my parents. Yeah. So we hold it down. Yeah. Right? Hold it down. Well, P.O.P. Hold it down. P.O.P. Man. So, what is your ideal work schedule? Like, if you had to work, you know you have to work, right? right. You got to put in your forty. Right. What would be your ideal schedule for J. Jamal? I would. If I could. If you could. I would work forty hours a day. Just for one day. You know it's only 24 now. I know. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) If there was a 40-hour day. That's you, huh? I would work all day. I'm with you. I'm actually with you. I'd be off all week. I'm with you. (laughs) You know, I'm going to be a little more realistic. Okay. And say, since there's 24 hours in a day. Okay. If you want 40, I'm going to give you two straight 20s. Two just give straight me, 20s. Just give me four hours of rest per day. That's all I need. Straight 20s. Straight 20s. I don't care what days you Woo. pick. You can pick Saturday, Sunday. You can pick Monday, Tuesday. Woo. Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, Saturday. Whatever you want to do. Woo. Two straight 20s. Straight but I, I got 20s. five days to get myself back. Uh, yeah. Come on, man. It's going to take you at least two to realize what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be asleep for 12 or 1 that's true man but don't you get tired of you know you gotta work 8 Monday through Friday and then you want some OT you gotta pull a weekend or you gotta pull a double shift or a triple shift or you gotta find a new job you right you right matter of fact uh, thank y'all for coming out I gotta go to work tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. There's got to be something, yo, because the, the, the typical, you know, nine to five, eight hour work day is too much, man. You're right. We, we, we're at work longer than we are spending time with our family. You're right, man. And something just tell me that ain't right, man. You're right. You know, they say across the sea, they, they work four, out, uh, four days out the week. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of people are starting to restructure the work day. Yeah. Um, due to the, the, the pandemic, you know yep. what I'm saying? That changed a lot of things. So, um, you know, before the pandemic, though, you know, when I was uh, doing some job hunting, right. I recall seeing some applications to be a firefighter. Oh, okay. And I know some cats that's firefighters. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, I thought, well, let me see what that's about. It's a good gig. So I looked into it, and I saw that they had, like, Four days on, five days off. Yeah. Type. They got it's a weird schedule, right? Where it's like you got to be there for a lot of time, right? But then when they let you off, you you're really off. Yeah. Like sometimes they have like two weeks at a time, but yeah. they're off, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, man, I don't, why am I want to try that? So I'm at this uh, I'm at this job orientation thing one day, okay. And the fire people are there, right? So you know they trying people out, seeing what you know, what you don't know. Do you know what you're getting yourself into? Right. I had no idea. Yeah. You're going to be a hero. Yeah. So I came on over and, uh, you know, guy gave me a, a book bag. Uh-huh. About 50 or 60 pound book bag. Okay. And then he presented me with a ladder. Huh. And this ladder was so tall, at the top of it, it just looked like fog. <laughs> so I said, well, what you want me to do? You want me to do what? You, you climbing yeah. to Jesus? Hey, man, I just want you to put on this backpack. Okay. Climb to the top of this ladder. Okay. And then we can proceed with the rest of the application. Wow. So that's the first thing you have you do? No problem, boss. Okay. Give me that backpack. Okay. What'd you do? I got the backpack. Right. I stepped on the ladder. Right. I stepped off the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Immediately? Yo, I looked up and was like, man, is this the stairway to heaven? Yes, like, man. Uh, no, yes. I'm not even afraid of heights. I love roller coasters. Right. You know what I'm saying? But something about that height setting just didn't feel right. <laughs> I got to get up that high. Yeah. And then I got to hold this heavy hose. Yeah. That's going to be blasting water. Yeah. Like a geyser. Yeah. Out of uh, Grand Canyon Park. Shooting out of there. Nah, I'm good. Huh? I'm good. What you mean? I didn't apply. Get up the ladder, sir. <laughs> I didn't make it, man. Get up the ladder, sir. I didn't make it, yo. Huh? So... That was my that was my moment. That was my wow. moment to get that job, you know, that four day, five day off, whatever. Mm-hmm. But hey, man, it is what it is. But I bring that up to uh, bring up this uh, interesting story. Okay. Coming out of Florida, of all places. Of all places. All places where they normally don't get it right. Yeah. However, this establishment that I'm going to be speaking on always gets it right. We've spoken oh. about these people before. Oh, boy. You know what I'm saying? They are a fast food chain. Oh, boy. But they do the right thing. Okay. They even close on Sunday. Chick-fil-a. Oh, yeah. Chick-fil-a, man. Yes, Chick-fil-a. Sir. Shout out to Chick-fil-a. Shout out to Chick-fil-a. We've spoken on them a dozen times. Yes. Still haven't gotten the free nothing yet. Nothing at yeah, all. It's all good. I understand. Yeah. Um, Just Polynesian sauce. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Florida Chick-fil-a. Okay. Who has instilled a three-day work week. Three-day work week. Three-day work week. Is this full-time or part-time? This is full-time. Three days. Working anywhere between 12 to 14 hours per day. Just three days. Oh! 
So what he did was he split his staff in half. Okay. And gave some of them one shift, which is like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right. and the rest get like a, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sundays, we close. We close. You off. Yeah, man. So it's uh, been working wonders for them right now. Whoa. So much to that when they were uh, trying to put in applications, you know, trying to get people to work. Right. They were over flooded. They were flooded with applications. I, I bet. Yeah. Couldn't take it. Oh, they can't take no more? Can't take no more. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, I put mine in, too. <laughs> I put mine in, too. I was going to go down to Florida and yeah, serve some, some waffle fries yeah. <laughs> with Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. No My problem. pleasure. Yeah, exactly. All the, all the pleasure. <laughs> extra, extra pleasure. Extra pleasure. <laughs> you don't want to see the levels of pres- the pleasure that I'm going to endure. <laughs> but, yeah, man, <laughs> the three-day work week has taken over Chick-fil-A, and I'm just ready for it to take over everywhere else you think it's going to attach itself to other states i absolutely do not think <laughs> that it's going to it's going to make its way anywhere no you don't think so i don't think so man why you say that i think people think like you spending too much time away from the job is going to either cause you to find something else right or it's going to it's just you're you're so detached from the job that when you're there, it's like, are you really gonna care, or are you gonna care more because these people are looking out for you so much and giving you so much right. time? Loyalty, baby. It's a double-edged sword. You Is know what it? I'm saying? I mean, but who really wants to work fifteen to sixteen hours? Saying my pleasure. Well, I, well, let me put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. When you get off of work. Yes, sir. You clock in to your other job as a father. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so technically, yeah, you never off, really. You never off because soon as you, soon as you pull up in front of the house in the yeah. driveway or whatever, yeah. Soon as you step outside of that car, that's a fact. You clocking back in. You are because soon as you walk in the house, daddy, daddy, daddy. Look, I ain't got no chicken nuggets. <laughs> I left them all at Chick-fil-A. I ain't got no chicken nuggets. I ain't got no Polynesian sauce. I ain't got no lemonade. I ain't got none of that. I left it at work. I've been there for 36 hours. (laughs) Leave me alone. I got to go back in four days. (laughs) I need at least 24 hours to to detox. You know what I'm saying? So you don't even go home. You just go to a hotel for the next day. <laughs> Pretty much, man. I'll see y'all. This my first day off. I got to detox from everything. Yeah, that is true. And everybody. That, Give everybody. Me Give me some time. Yes, I'm turning my phone off. Yes. Just start answering the phone. Hello? My pleasure. <laughs> P- pleasure's here. Hello? <laughs> it's too much, man. But you know what? But more, more praise to them, yo, because at least they're trying. They are. You know what I'm saying? Most jobs don't even try. They just, hey, man. We've been making that suggestion for years. How about a pizza party? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Extra time off. How about an extra slice? (laughs) Huh? Huh? How about an extra slice of pizza party? Extra slice, baby. How about I give you another refill of soda? (laughs) There you go. Huh? Huh? There you go. Yeah, man. Chick-fil-A. Uh, the Chick-fil-A owners since February. Just located in Miami now. Oh, in Miami? It's in Miami. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's a popular it's a popular spot. So they're they going to be, you know, they're they going to be serving some chicken. They're going to be popping. Yeah, they're going to need plenty of workers, man. Right. So, hey, 
It is what it is, man. People are bragging, you know what I'm saying? They're making more money than they ever did because now they're able to do this and get off and do something else. That is true. Now, that's the insane part. That is true. The job went out of the way to make you have a more healthy work life, but us as Americans, <laughs> we're so used to the capitalism, we, we go like, back to work. Oh, hold up. You gave me five extra days? Yeah. Oh, I gotta get me another job, yeah. y'all. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's not what we're doing. <laughs> no, no, no. When you at, when you at home, you're supposed to be relaxing and stretching and. No, you know what no, I'm no. I got to put this backpack on and go up this ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Some burning bushes around here. You know? yeah, I got to take my sandals off. I'm Moses right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Shit, the three day work week works for some. Uh, may not work for all. Yeah, uh, but. If you are an employee, employer, and you want to try it, give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> definitely give me a call. I don't care what industry. I'll be a test dummy. Yeah, I'll definitely be a test dummy. I'll be a guinea pig, man. I'm here for it, yo. But that just begs that just the question, begs question man. man. For why? For why? Why for I'm still clocking in? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I, I ain't took no time off. You've been here 36 hours 36 straight. hours, sir. Yeah, go home. I don't know. No. <laughs> you don't, this is your home. No, it's this. Uh, this I apologize. is it. I got to I got to be back in 2 hours. I'll be, I'll be in my car. <laughs> well, look, man, sometimes though sometimes people spend so much time at the job Right, you spend so much time doing one thing right. that it becomes like it becomes normal. It's like a breathing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's like an exercise. That is true. You just do it so much, it becomes uh, it's muscle memory. Right, yeah. you're on autopilot. Yeah, you know what I mean. You forget that you have one job, <laughs> and your one job is to secure your family and make sure that you know everybody's good. Yeah. Sometimes it's just not enough for some people, man. What you mean, man? I mean... Sometimes it's not enough for people, If the family man. good, you good, right? Yeah, man. But, you know, sometimes the people want more. <sighs> How much more? People want a lot more, man. <laughs> people want a lot more. So, there's a uh, there's, there's a story of a, a boxer. Yeah, the heavyweight boxer. Yeah, man. It's a heavyweight boxer. Yeah. Uh, Goran Gogic. Yeah, Goran Gogic. Gogic. Uh, he was trying to leave Miami. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was actually trying to leave Miami he to was. his homeland in Zurich, Switzerland. Okay, yeah. Um, but then he got caught up yeah. with Chick-fil-A. On his way there, he had a little more than what he could bargain for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A little too much Chick-fil-A sauce. A little, little bit. A little Ooh, bit. Way too much sauce. Too, too much salt on the fries, sir. Too much sauce on the fries, man. <laughs> <laughs> the the 43-year-old the was indicted in a grand jury in New York, okay? And this came after a very large amount of uh, cocaine. Yeah, cocaine. Was uh, discovered. Yeah, he was no. cooking on the stove. When I say a lot, a cocaine. Yeah. I mean a lot. Yeah. Well, how uh, how much we talk, we talking about? What we call? We talking about, about a couple of couple of couple of keys. Uh, more couple than of Florida mm, keys. Mm, mm, mm. You he, need a lot of sniffs for this. Yeah. A lot of sniffs for he this. He could have bought the Florida keys for this. Yes. <laughs> uh, and the indictment totaled a total of twenty-two tons of cocaine, located on three different commercial cargo ships. Bruh. 
22 tons. 22 tons. That's a lot. It is a lot. I mean, a ton alone is a lot. A ton is a lot. What, 22 tons? Nobody ever really even says what a ton is. A ton is like, what, 10,000 pounds or something like that? Well, so... Everybody just says ton like it's a lot. Uh, You dragging a ton back there. (laughs) I got a whole ton of work. So listen, 22 tons is equivalent to 44,000 pounds. (sighs) Of cocaine. Of cocaine. Oh, man. Everybody numb. Uh, <laughs> Everybody know from the, from the top of the hairs on the hair follicles on the top of your head to the to the toenails, bro. Forty four thousand pounds. Yo, so apparently my man was in very deep with this whole, <laughs> this whole cocaine scheme. You know, being a former champion of boxing was just not enough. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? I knocked people out in the ring, but now I got to knock these fiends out, too. I got to knock these fiends out, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, that's that's a lot. So, let me put this in perspective. Okay. So, have you ever seen uh, one of those quarry trucks? Yeah, the ones that got all the, uh, the, the, the colorful boxes and stuff on it? No. Is that what you're talking about? No, a quarry dump truck. I'm talking okay. about where the wheels on it. Are just as tall as like uh, as the the, the vehicle as a, itself. As an eco van. Oh wow! We talking about not not a minivan. Okay. We talking about the van your grandfather used to have that had the bed in the back with the TVs in it. <laughs> That's how tall the tires are. Okay. You know you know those Tonka know. trucks that you used to get as a kid. Oh yeah, the Fisher Price joints. The Fisher Price joints. Yeah. You multiply that by 300. Yo, whoever knew that all those times I was dumping dirt in my backyard <laughs> playing with these Tonka trucks that I could have been preparing myself. You prepare yourself. To move 22 tons of cocaine. In Florida. In Florida. While working at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. How much coke do I need to measure? Oh <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> Yo. Yo, twenty two ton that's a twenty two ton truck. That's with nothing in it. Like that truck weighs twenty two tons. You talking about this dude had what'd you say you know, different freights. Look, he had a whole elaborate scheme, man. So along with a bunch of the conspirators, he he started to learn like the ins and outs of the shipments. Right. How people were moving, who was gonna be where. Right. They had cranes. Just Ooh. like picking up stuff and driving it off. Yeah. This is a whole elaborate scheme. This is a very well thought out plan. Which pleads, which, which leads me to believe that this man is a scapegoat. <laughs> you can't tell me front that man. you have the time to hit the speed bag. You know what I'm saying? Do all this boxing training regiment, you know... Get yourself to, to, together and be prepared for, for boxing. And at the same time, you coordinating an elaborate cocaine uh, charter system uh, across the Atlantic. I mean... Is this Christopher Columbus? He, he only working three days a week. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> he got four extra days to do some things, baby. <laughs> yeah. Christopher. Christopher Columbus, Christopher, I need yeah. you to go. I need you to go to North America, bypass India. You know what I'm saying? You know you messed up the last time, right? <laughs> bypass India. <laughs> go to North America. And drop off that work. Dro- drop it off. But drop I'm saying, off. so if if he's if he's selling it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, he might be using it too. Um, I, I don't know, uh, man. I don't know, man. Hey, bro. Never get mean, high on your own supplier. That's what on, this is. That's that's the rule. But you you a boxer too. That's true. So you got to be ready. So you know you gotta you know you. <laughs> You over here moving shipments all through the night, and you got to get up at four in the morning to go train. You just hit a little bump real quick. You ready to go? Uh, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. That's true. But you know, t- them boxes they go through all these like uh, strenuous uh, uh, drug tests, and you know what I'm saying. All yeah, these things, man. So I would really think that you would be halfway scared to death to even involve yourself. You know what I'm saying? In those quarters. Why even... I, I don't know, man. I don't get it. Hey, listen. I got four days to get this cocaine out of my system. <laughs> four whole days. I'm not eating no Chick-fil-A. I don't want no Polynesian sauce. Mm-hmm. I am drink this water and this apple cider vinegar. I don't know how you get it out your system. I'm just saying. Oh, okay, sound like you got... <laughs> I hear the pointers. I hear the pointers. I'm just saying, you know, this may be a way for him to get it out of his system, and then he ready to go. Okay. He hit the speed bag like never before. Oh, yeah, he, he going to win this next fight. <laughs> then he get knocked out. He take that purse just for fighting. Go ahead, buy a couple more keys, you know. Now we up to 23 tons, baby. Let's go. Hey, you know, while we at it, man, let me just put in a little addendum right here. Okay. You know, because of the state of where we are as people, as humans and the way that we talk to each other, can we change how we talk about how boxes get paid? I never understood why they get a purse. Why? Why wouldn't they? A purse? Eh, you, you. Hey, listen. A purse is an accessory, a bag that is known to be worn by women and it holds their money and their accessories. And this cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm in the ring fighting, I'm looking in the crowd and pointing to where my where my girl should be going to sell this cocaine. <laughs> Put you, it in your purse, baby. Put yeah, it in your purse. You think I'm missing I'm missing shots. Yeah. No, nah, I'm not missing my swings. I'm pointing in the crowd. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. So you making moves? I'm you making do, moves okay, while okay. I'm bobbing and weaving. Boy, you, you see what I'm saying? Escobar out here. Hey, I don't know the recipe. <laughs> I'm just saying it makes sense like to me. That. I like that. Stick and move. Stick it. Stick and yeah, move. Float like a butterfly. Hey, uh, I'm gonna sting like this cocaine. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it don't like matter. It. If you don't put your money on me, I got something for you that's going to make you come back to me. <laughs> oh, it's coming. You coming back. <laughs> you coming back. You definitely coming back. <laughs> Just don't come back on Sunday, <laughs> Saturday, Friday, or Thursday. I might not be here. I got to work. Yeah, I got to work. work. I got to put it in this three-day yeah, schedule. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll be gone for 36 hours. I'll be back. <laughs> 
Oh man, yo, I, I guess you never really know how much money is enough money for some people. You're right. You can be a whole heavyweight champion, and you know your operation still needs more. That is, that is true, man. Still needs more. True. But for me, I think a lot of people that are making money make dumb moves. Yeah. Very dumb moves. I agree with you there. Very dumb moves. I agree with you there. Like, for instance, shout out to Takeoff. Shout out to Takeoff. Yeah. The Migos. The Migos, you know, uh, praying for their family. Yo, the whole hip-hop community. If if you've been behind a rock or perhaps taking blows from a boxer that was high on cocaine yeah. while he was eating the Chick-fil-A, you may or may not have missed. Now, this is a serious moment. Yeah. You you may not have missed the uh, the somber moment where uh, fellow hip hop artist Takeoff, yeah, of the hip hop group Amigos, was tragically taken away from us. Yeah. Now, if you don't know the Amigos, uh-huh. if you don't know Takeoff, you know who the Amigos are. Right. The Amigos have been around ten plus years. Ten plus years. Yeah. Dropping hit. After, after hit, hit after, after hit. hit. Yeah. And no pun intended when it comes to boxing, but one of their first hits when it comes to uh, hip-hop was yeah. Fight Night. Fight Night. I don't know if I remember that or not, but it was Fight Night, man. Yeah. And um, uh, the Migos, uh, Migos uh, is derivative of, a, of the, who was it, Takeoff, um, uh, Quavo, Qua- yeah. and Offset. Yeah. Three uh, very unique names, all uniquely talented hip hop individuals. Facts. Now, what happened to Takeoff is extremely unfortunate, and I say extremely unfortunate because he had nothing to do with what happened to him. Okay. If you watch the video and you 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 look at the stories of what happened, right. Takeoff was basically in the wrong place at, at the, the wrong, wrong time. time. That's what I'm saying. Stupid moves. Takeoff is the quietest of the three of the Migos. Yeah. The the most quiet. Not not the least talented by far, right. but the most quiet, the most humble. Never says anything to anybody. Right. He's always in the background chilling. Yeah. Now, his partner Quavo. Whew, Quavo was a firecracker. Quavo was crazy. Yeah, Quavo yeah. was crazy. Quavo was in your face. Quavo was talking trash. He don't yeah. care who you are. He's got that competitive nature. Right. Right? Wasn't Quavo the one who was about to get Charlemagne the God in that interview? They was about to fight? It, yo, it could happen. It, could have, <laughs> it very well could have happened. But Quavo is very competitive by nature because one of his favorite things to do is play basketball. Right. And he's a good basketball player. He is good. He's he's got clips of him, you know, shining with some of the best people that we know that right. play basketball. You know, but he's a better rapper than he is basketball Facts. player. So that's neither here nor there. But what happened to uh takeoff was basically during and after event, after a bowling event, right? Takeoff and Quavo were seen with a large group of men, a large group of people. Right. And uh, playing dice, an argument ensued after a dice game. Right. In this argument, Quavo was seen arguing with a gentleman about something simple as playing basketball. Right. And competitive nature. Competitive nature. But they were going back and forth, and the very last thing you heard Quavo say was, "Let me get out of here before I hurt somebody." Whew. 
Whoa. Yeah. And apparently those are the wrong words to wrong say. Wrong words, man. Because the people that, you know, he was with, a scuffle ensued, punches were thrown, and then shots rang out. Yeah. And unfortunately, Takeoff was one of the people that received those fatal... Fatal wounds. Fatal wounds. Yeah. Uh, gunshot wounds. And Quavo got hit too, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. R- reports are conflicting. The only thing we know... F- for a definite definite fact is that takeoff was hit and he's no longer with us. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, yo, man, I, you ever been in a crowd with people and it's just one dude that's just talking way too much? Way too much. And you're like, yes. yo, <laughs> I didn't come here for this, bro. Right. Right. We, we got to go. Right. It's always the loud ones. Always, man. man. The loudest one the is the weakest one. Yeah, and in most times, in in most instances, the loud one is the weakest one. Yeah, because in in plenty of times that I have been in large crowds, yeah, and there's that one person that's talking real loud, real boisterous, real, you know, got a real uh, mean talk to them. Yeah, are the ones that are not gonna put up their hands. No. And fight. Because the loud talk is a defense mechanism. Right. If I make myself loud and I make myself big and I make myself scary, more than likely, you know what I'm saying, you're not going to approach me. Right. Unfortunately, Unfortunately. this is is 2022. (laughs) Everyone will approach you. Everyone. I don't care who you are. Whether it's a Karen or another brother staring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, you, you got to be careful, man. Got, this is, this got is, to be both careful. This, this, this whole... No, the world is the wild, wild west. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And people have decided to take a lot of things in their hands. Yeah. More more, more often than not than they should. Yeah, that is true. So, and, and most of the time, it's not a fist. No, that it's is not balled a up as their hands. It's not it a is fist. Something people people in their used hands. to throw. People used to throw hands. You used to throw hands. Used to fight. Yeah. I mean, I I would have much rather this ended up being a you know the Migos got fought, uh, Migos chain snatched. Yeah, or, or they got jumped or something, something like that. that man, I would, but I would much rather on, hear about that instead of somebody losing their life. Yeah, especially a talented brother as. Takeoff. It's facts, man. So not only do you take away takeoff, you instantly kill the group Migos. Yes. And the Migos group was already having their own turmoil within the group. Mm-hmm. Quavo and Takeoff had actually uh separated themselves and created their own album that oh, they wow. were actually in the middle of celebrating. So you got the Quavo and Takeoff album when and, and offset is offset aside. Right. You know, <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended, but I mean, he's as talented as himself, but he was on the side because they had whatever disagreements. Offset was offset. Yeah, offset was really offset. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's it's really tough, man, to see them going through that. Man, honestly, uh, this, to me, is probably one of the biggest hip-hop slangs since like the whole Big and Pac era. Yeah. You know, and I don't mean to skip over people like uh, uh, PNB Rock and um, right. all these other people. Jam Master J. If you know the Migos, like I know the Migos, man, they put out a lot of great they classic did. music. They did. You know, for a group, you can't even name another hip hop group. <laughs> yeah. 
You really can't because yeah. it's, it's it's so hard to get rappers to come together for a common cause. Right. You know what I mean? And Amigos right. is one of the people that put it down for us. Yeah. And they stayed together for a while. Yeah, they did for, they they stayed together for a together while, for man. They stayed together longer than R&B groups. Yeah, that is a shit. Man, say that again, man. <laughs> they really did. He really did. You know what I'm saying? You got R&B groups like Jodeci, Silk, and uh, H-Town, and... Uh, all those other groups that, you know, Boys the Men, well, Boys the Men lasted forever. Yeah, but the, the art of groups, period, in music, yeah, is, is like lost. Right. Everybody's out for themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's but even you, hard to get duos together. But you always have somebody's agent or manager in the mix of stuff. Trying to separate them, you know. You always get even in gospel groups. Yeah. If you go back to the Clark sisters' story on Lifestyle, Lifetime, you hear about how the manager was trying to get Claren- Karen Clark Shear to be a solo artist. Yeah, and trying to be a solo artist on a secular level because of her voice. Gotcha. You know, you got Destiny's Child. Oh, yeah. That's another one. You know what I'm yep. saying? Be- Beyonce was, you know, the leader of the group. And, you know, look at her compared to, you know, you got Latoya Luckett. Who's, yeah, Latoya Luckett and Kelly Rowland. And Kelly Rowland. And then you got Michelle. But the other ones that first started out with Destiny's Child, you don't hear nothing about them. Yeah. So fact, you always yeah. got somebody who's trying to separate the group. There's and always get that turmoil. one person. Always trying to start and stir the pot. Facts, man. So, that's you know, tough. unfortunately, that's what happens to, you know, R&B groups, mm-hmm. you know, gospel groups, hip-hop groups. Yeah. I can't even remember. The last hip-hop group I I know, it's Busta Rhymes. Uh, uh, what's my man's name? What, Q-Tip? Q-Tip. You know, you... <sighs> it doesn't happen that often no more, It doesn't more, happen. Man. You get, like, hip-hop groups, like a label group. You know what I mean? Like, we're on right. the same label, label and we'll rap together sometimes. Right. But no, the Migos was a group group. Yeah. Like, these dudes sung each other's lyrics, did each right. other's ad-libs. Right. Like, at times, you couldn't even tell who, who was, was rapping. Who? Right. who was who? Who was who? Right. Unless they said their name right. in their verse. But most of the time, because they're a group and they brothers, yeah. they say each other's. Yeah, man. So, it's like, you know, again, like you said, you don't know who's who. So. Right. So this was a real tough loss for the hip hop community. Yeah, wanted to make sure we uh shine light on that. So um, R.I.P. to take off. Yeah. Uh man, y'all gotta put the guns down, man. Put put them down, man. Please put them down. If you if you can't fight, man, just you know, hey, go study math. You got four extra days to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you only get Chick Fil A for three days. Move dog. to Florida. You know go get that job. Yeah. Oh, they ain't taking no more applications. Yeah, yeah. you right. Go get that black belt. Go get. <laughs> go get that black belt. Become a firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, speaking of jobs, man. You yeah, know, man. There, there's all kinds of jobs left. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, if, man. If you got a jump shot. If you got a jump shot. Oh, if you can coach somebody. If you can coach, you you might be able you might be able to make it. Mm-hmm. Might be able, might to, make be it, able man. to make it, man. If y'all don't know who we what we talking about, man, uh NBA, this is, man. This is a state of the NBA, man. State of the NBA. Is, we gave y'all the state of the NFL last yeah. week. This is State so, of the NBA uh, yeah, this week, man. man. State of the NBA this Could week, you, man. And and your boy, what's going on in the league? Uh, your, your boy Shaq, man. 
Oh, what's Shaq talking about? Shaq. <laughs> he ain't even playing no more. He ain't even playing no more. Yeah, but... Shaq is on uh, inside the NBA. Hey, Chuck listen, and Ernie. Listen, Shaq owned half the NBA. <laughs> Shaq owned half the NFL. He owned Carnival Cruise Line. He owned Papa John's. Who owns Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> <laughs> Who owns Elvis Presley? Who owns Chick Fil A? <laughs> <laughs> The three-day work week. You come work for me, you only work three days a week. I own it. (laughs) Shaq owns everything, bro. Shaq owns Superman, Batman, Aquaman, Iron Man. Shaq owns everything, bro. Shaq owns everything, man. But Shaq was uh, singled out by your boy Kanye. Yeah, he was singled out by Kanye, man. But you know what? I want to say... In this singling out of Shaq, I think Kanye has a point. Really? I think he has a point. All right, so hold on. Let's let's give him the context. Okay. So the context is that Shaq, I mean, uh, Kanye was talking to somebody about business. Yeah, and ownership. About ownership. Mm-hmm. And the person said, uh, I think her name is Jamie Walters, said that she's in business with Shaq. And they own it 50-50. 50-50. That's straight right down, down the middle. middle. That's what he said. 50-50. And you know what Kanye said? What Kanye say? Ain't no way, dog. <laughs> <laughs> How, Sway? Ain't no way, bro. How? How? Yeah. So Kanye, Kanye says that somebody has to own the majority vote. And I, that's where I believe that he's right. You can't own a big company at 50%. Because if you own something 50-50 with someone, right. where is the the silver lining? Where is the, the make or break vote? Where is the deciding factor? If we own if we, we own the church parking lot podcast, it's 50-50. Right. Right. If you say red and I say blue and we both disagree. We're going with green. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, well, this is over. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, though? I we see what we, you're we saying. both have equal equity. However, if you want to make a decision, you know what I'm saying? You have to have at least 51% of the vote. Because if not, who's making the real decisions? Green. <laughs> That's who's making the real decisions. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But at some point in business, there always comes a point to where there has to be same as politics. Yeah. Same as anything else. You know, marriage, you know, there's always a silver lining of where you have to be able to come to the table and be uh, you, you uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? You, I don't know, decisive. You, uh, no, you you have to be able to uh, be willing to give up something. Yes, in order to to gain it, something, to gain something, your pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure, sir. My pleasure, sir. Yes, sir. That's it. That's it. Yes, sir. That's so it. you. <laughs> In a 50-50 business, you have to come to the table, and at some point, you have to say, you know, all right, well, you got this one. This is what I'm going to do. Thanks. So, you know, even if there is that person that owns 51%, Mm -hmm. and you have the deciding vote, you have to be business savvy enough to say, okay, what you're saying 
is a good idea. Yes. And it's going to eventually make us more money or bring the business to a better place. Emphasis on eventually. (laughs) Emphasis on on eventually. And eventually could be one week. It could be one year. But depending on the business, you know, one year could be like one week. That sounds great. If you work at (laughs) Chick-fil-A, shoot, I can, you know... If I'm working at Chick-fil-A, dog, on it for three days, yeah, I'm making, you know, what I would make in a week in three days. Hey, but, I mean, three days, it's seven days in a week. It's seven days in a week. Three out of seven ain't 50%, dog. It, it, it ain't until I until I hit Florida. You ain't making no decisions over here. No, no I'm just saying. we. You're going to have to up your hours, brother. That, that's fine. I'll, I'll up my hours. But before I up my hours... I need to go check this boat out in uh, Florida real quick. <laughs> I got a crane waiting on me and a speedboat that's ready to go to Miami. <laughs> but Kanye and Shaq, man, you know, Kanye sent something to Shaq. And Shaq was, Shaq kind of threw his own, Kanye's own words back into his face. He did. And he was like, yeah. you know, hey, just like the great Kanye West said, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't discuss or argue with people that make less money than me. <laughs> That was cold. That was cold. That was cold right there. That was cold. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, especially when you're bringing it in by the ton. You know what I'm saying? I I sneak it in your Chick-fil-A bag. I sneak it in your Chick-fil-A bag. You want extra Polynesian, right? Poly. Well, I need that extra poly. You need that extra poly. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, the NBA is wilding, man. So, you, you got the Kanye and Shaq situation. Right. But uh, growing in numbers is the better, the, the, the bigger situation uh-huh. of Mr. Kyrie Irving. Oh, Kyrie. Yeah. Go from 1K to the next. Oh, my gosh. If you completed this, another K in there somewhere. This is always. There's always another K. As long as it stay at two Ks. Uh, I don't want that third K. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. What, what's, what, is, what is Kyrie Irving doing this time? Man. Besides Ky- telling us the earth is flat. Ky- <laughs> Kyrie is making anti-Semitism oh, reports. Boy. Oh, boy. And he is doing it by not saying it directly like Kanye said. But he did it, which is very business savvy, Uh by making a docu... It is labeled as a documentary. But of course we know documentaries are something that has to have facts behind it. They do have to have facts behind it. So Kyrie posted about this documentary which is labeled but it's actually just a movie about some you know anti-Jewish type of you know uh, scenes well it's about Hebrews it's Hebrews and Negroes Hebrews and Negroes the Negro Hebrew the Hebrew the Negro 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 Maybe? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. It's don't them know. three Hebrew boys that but was stuck in the fiery furnace. Apparently, according to Kyrie in the documentary, the black man is the original Jew. Facts. Uh, these are some of the same sentiments that were shared by uh, Nick Cannon, mm-hmm. you know, about a year or so ago, uh, you know, and they told him he was wilding out. They, they, they did. Yeah, they gave him a little sit they down. Did. They did. They but did. The more- Kick him out the classroom. <laughs> The more that I see these stories coming out, coming out, it's making me feel like 
There's got to be some truth to it. It is truth to it. Because if they're spreading these, uh, not even saying they're lies, if they're spreading this ideology and right. people are so upset to the fact where they're making them apologize, right. it's making me feel like maybe we need to delve a little deeper into these subjects. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Maybe the black man is the original Hebrew. Okay. I'm not going to say he is or he isn't. You're not? You know, no, no, okay. no. I'm not here to say that. I'm not trying to get canceled before I get started. <laughs> All right? Definitely not trying to do that. But I do know one thing. Okay, what's that? Whenever I see black, uh, what do you call them, like Israelites. Right. Or, you know, these, 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 these Hebrews, the original Negroes. Right. Whenever I see them, they are always on the street yelling at white people. That is all I see. So, which challenged okay. me to really figure out, like, is that is that what we're supposed to be doing? No, that's that's not. Uh, that's definitely not what we're supposed to be doing. Are you sure? I, <laughs> are you sure? Because I feel like we should be taking the orders. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm so used to taking these orders to Chick Fil A. I just want to ask him, how can I serve you today? <laughs> It'll be my pleasure. Uh, could I have a uh, five-piece nugget meal, large with a chocolate shake? I want my chocolate, chocolate shake to be. Shake. I need that Hebrew chocolate oh, shake. Oh, you want it brewed by I the heat? That, I want that brew, and I want extra poly. <laughs> I want extra poly on the side. No, no. The most interesting thing about this entire. I don't know, debauchery, if okay. you will. If you will. To me, is that this has nothing to do with basketball. Absolutely not. Nothing to do with it's dribbling his personal the ball. Opinion. Nothing to do with a foul. Right. A flagrant. Nope. Technical. Three pointer. Nope. And one. Nope. Nothing at all. Crossover. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. This all has to do with his 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 ideology and what he believes in. Facts. Which doesn't form the chemistry for your basketball team. It doesn't. I think you can believe truly in anything. Yeah. But when you go and put yourself in a with a group of men who all have a common goal, right? Outside of our beliefs, right? We can achieve something. Facts. But if you sit here and you harp on, you know what I'm saying, what's going on inside of my head, right? This is taking away from the original reason the original reason why I'm here. Right, which is to win the championship. Put the ball in the in the hoop. Put the ball in the. Shut up and dribble. Yeah, shut up and dribble. So that's it. So, so let's think about this. The the Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. are trying to get or ask uh, Kyrie to apologize. They did, and he made an apology on Instagram. Yeah, he kind of did. <laughs> he kind of apologized. So. From what I understand, a lot of reporters mm-hmm. are not believing that this is Kyrie's apology. They are saying that, you know, we don't know who actually said it because, you know, there's no direct contact with Kyrie. When he's asked about these comments, he kind of skates around it. Oh, he and he is an expert. What? At going around the question. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's a true expert. Hey, Kyrie is not only a master with the ball in his hand. Oh, yeah. But you put yeah. a question in his hand. Oh, he going to cross over just the same. What? 
Kyrie, are you anti-Semitic? Well, uh, anti-Semitism is something that is kind of like a layup. Yes. When you work at Chick-fil-A for only three days. Sir, yes. But then you have cocaine coming in to the port of Miami and Florida. (laughs) And uh, you don't know who's bringing it in. But then again, you're in a boxing ring for 12 rounds. And, you know, you get hit in the head. And then afterwards, you don't really know what's going on. You just know you're at the hospital. So. Next question. (laughs) Next question. Next question, Kyrie. You can you can you can stop right there. <laughs> they be confused, man. Yeah. They be confused, man. And Kyrie, like you said, is a master at doing it. But I believe that if this man is Muslim, Christian, Buddhist, whatever, yeah. those are his personal beliefs. Yeah. Everybody has their own personal beliefs. You're entitled to that. You're entitled to that. Now, am I wrong for answering a question or for on my own personal social media page? Yeah. Am I wrong for expressing my own opinion? I honestly, I don't think so. Exactly. I don't think you are. Unless your opinion is stating something that's harmful to another group of people. And I don't necessarily think what he said was harmful. It's only harmful if what he's saying is taken out of historical context. And until someone can prove that African Americans are not the original Jew, is what he's really saying anti-Semitic or is it just anti what y'all want to hear right you know what i'm saying right because there has to be some fire to this there's been smoke around this for a long time Kyrie's not the first one to say it right kanye's not the worst first one to say it right farrakhan has been saying it forever decades yes plenty of decades yes so it's i, I don't know man out of fear of being canceled i'm just gonna say you can formulate your own opinion yeah Read what you want to read, read look at what you want to look at, yeah. and come up with your own opinion. But yeah. don't just shut people down because of, you know what I'm saying, how they feel or what their opinion is. Right. Because, we, like I said, we all have one, and we're all entitled to it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I, I totally agree, you know. Uh, but, you know, with, with with the facts being able to be played out, you know, I, I kind of look at it as this, man. You know, if... Uh, Jesus was born a Jew and other people were born Jews and Judaism kind of started in uh, Africa. Mm. Uh, mm. Might be saying something. Uh, I'm just saying. Might be saying something. You know, if the if the first ruler of Rome was originally a North African who was a black man. <sighs> Did Jesus have dreadlocks or a perm? Uh, well, there, there, there was no perms back then. Did Jesus wear baggy clothes or straight cut? Uh, I mean, I think he may have had a taper on the side with a couple of lines in it. Would Jesus have listened to Migos or, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, you know what I'm hey, saying? I think Jesus would hey, listen to the Migos, man. Hey, I I'm think just, he would listen to the Migos. I'll put it to you like this. Jesus didn't flip tables in the temple for gambling for nothing. <laughs> 
I think it was a couple of brothers in there throwing some dice, and he he broke up a fight. That's a fact, man. Yeah, I Yo, think he broke up a fight before somebody got killed. Jesus, we could have used you. <laughs> we definitely could have used you. Could have used yeah, you, man. The whole situation, man. We 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 need you, Lord. Oh, what you. what else is going on in in the NBA, man? man in the NBA. So. Oh, you know what? Before we even get there, okay, we have to backtrack because you know we spoke on a, uh, a Celtics coach, Udoka. Yeah, who was uh, he? He did the the cardinal sin. He did. What, of, what was it? The cardinal sin is cheating on Neil Long. Ooh, that is in the Ten Commandments. Hey Neil Long, that's commandment number seven. Hey Neil Long, <laughs> go back and read it. Go back and read it if you don't believe me. Hey, Neelon. It's in the Chick-fil-A manual. Because <laughs> whatever she wants is my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Yes, Lord. Hey, Neelon. So, somehow, Mr. Udoga is dismissed, basically, by the Celtics team. You know what I'm saying? Suspended right. until yeah. further notice. But is uh, the <sighs> next in line for the, for the next job. He's the next person in line for the Celtics job. Hey, Neil. Ironically... Which has been uh, left abandoned after Steve Nash was fired. Steve Nash, a.k.a. coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Yes. A.k.a. home of (laughs) the Hebrew Negro himself, (laughs) Kyrie Irving. So you mean to tell me you're going to suspend Hebrew Negro... Yes. But bring in Hebrew Negro as a coach. <laughs> he has, I don't care what he's about, he has a Hebrew Negro name. Yes, he does. It's Udoka. It's Udoka. It's Udoka. If that don't spell the uh, lineage. <laughs> if that don't spell black Israelite. Right. I don't know what it does. If that don't spell, my name is Kuta. Kuta Kite. <laughs> I don't know what it does. Udoka? No, Udoka, man, less than two weeks after, you know, being found out to have cheated on his wife. Yes. With a uh, Celtics, um, I don't know what you want to call it, Celtics executive. Yeah. Is now the front runner for a top job as a head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Hey, man. Man. Hey. Won't he do it? (laughs) Won't he do it? What were you doing? You thought you could hold the black Israelite down. You thought you could hold me down, baby. You thought you could hold him down. Here man. come the Hebrew Negro. Hey, here we go. Here we you go, brother. You know I only work three days a week, hey. right? <laughs> Say no more. Brooklyn hey. Nets, you need a coach? Hey, I'm hey. right here. Here I is. You know what they call me? What the they call you? Undercover brother. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. yeah, NBA is wrong. What were you going to say? What, what else man, is going listen, on in the NBA? So, it, you know, going going back to the NBA, man, it's a it's a bad thing that you know we have to deal with the Hebrew Negro. Yes, but it's also bad that it's another Negro who's being held captive in Russia. Yo, they are not letting Brittany breathe at. Oh, man. They Nine years? Up. They brought her up. You know what I'm saying? She appealed the charges. Right. Denied. Russia said, if you want us to let Britney go, you have to get in a, You have to give us the, uh, what is it called? The ambassador of death. 
Yeah, What's they gotta get the dude we holding. Uh, he's in. Um, he's in some prison and like uh, he's like in one of those. Like this is like a super max. Oh god, like concentration camp. <laughs> yeah, like he's he is definitely being held under wraps. Like he is yeah. underground right now. He's peeling all the Chick Fil A potatoes. Peeling all the t- <laughs> potatoes, man. Like all these crinkly fries. Every fry that you get that you eat is from him. He's the only one. There's no other help that he has. Yo, he man. works three days a week for 36 hours a day. <laughs> Yo, why won't they make the trade? Why won't they? Why won't they make the trade? Brittany Griner is locked up in Russia for a little bit of weed inside of some oil. I got it. For a total of nine years. I got it. Okay. They were waiting mm-hmm. for Gojic to get caught. The boxer. The boxer. Yeah. So they can send him over there. Okay. And trade for Britney. <laughs> we'll give y'all this cocaine maker in, in trade for uh, this dude. I mean, this female. Look, he makes... He makes... <laughs> he makes co- he makes cocaine by day. Yeah. Chick-fil-A by night. That's it, man. Can't beat him. Can't beat him. Can't beat him. He, he is your new new person to be in the next Rocky film. How was your day at work? (laughs) (laughs) Brittany Griner, man. Nine years? Yeah, nine years. For some weed oil. It wasn't even actually weed. Nah, it's it's the oil that can contain some THC. That goes into a vape. Yeah. Nine years? You got to put it in the dispenser and uh, get the coils right and light it on fire. I don't know. Don't ask me how I know. I just, you know, I'm just, I've been reading some things. Hey, go go Google it. <laughs> go Google it. Go Google it. It's 22 tons of trucks on Google. That's what you yeah. go get. <laughs> Nine years? Nine years, brother. So I guess, uh, what was that, 2031? Yeah. So we're getting out of there because it looks like Biden say they trying. They trying what? They trying to get around. I don't think they trying enough. I don't no, think they trying they, hard enough. They definitely not trying. They ain't trying hard enough, bro. Not at all. No. Nine years for some weed oil? Yeah. Come That's on, man. Charge. So, Come unfortunately, on, man. I guess Russia or whoever else wants us to hand over what we got. Hey, man. <sighs> Somebody got called Vladimir Klitsch- Klitschko Klitsch- and his Klitsch- brother. <laughs> See if we can get them out of there. Hey, look, we only operating on a three-day business. <laughs> you got 72 hours to tell us what you want. The other two are the other other days are occupied. That's all we're doing. All right. Next time you want something done, make sure you ask us first, how was that day at work? <laughs> That's all you got to do. How was your day at work? <laughs> Hey, we want to thank y'all for coming out to the Church Parking Lot Podcast, where it is. What you think? This has been episode uh, three, season eleven. Yeah. Titled "How Is Your Day at Work?" Hey, make sure you check us out on all our social media platforms, whether it be uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Yeah. And check us out on all our uh, website, churchparkinglotpodcast.com. And make sure you check us out on shopnewclothes.com yes, sir. where you can get all of your Church Parking Lot podcast apparel and out-of-the-box graphic t-shirt design. We got socks. And we got socks. 
end times. End times. In case you need to escape from jail. <laughs> hey man, until next time, this has been the Church Parker Live Podcast. I am your co-host B. Allen. Hey, this your boy Jay Jamal. Catch y'all next week. Yeah, man. Tell us how your day at work was. It was only three days. <laughs> <laughs>